When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, looky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. All right. Stephen M. Sipple is on our podcast. Yes, What's up, he Sip? is. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? It's really fun. I'm trying to still uh, <laughs> digest what's going on. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is this is kind but of fun because right. uh, we haven't had you in since we started doing our podcast. Right. So, th- th- and how long have we been doing this? February 15 was our first one. We've done one every day since. So whoa, this is whoa, whoa. This is yeah. episode. Uh, this would be. Let me check on that one. Two something. Two two forty something. Way to go. Who's who your last guest? Um. That would have been. Let me see. Let me Hold look on, on yeah. the, the Pat and JT show. Uh, recently, thing on. we've had okay. Some of the guests that we've had recently, it's it's been a lot of fun. Um, we had oh, Carrie Mordell was one of them. Yes, Carrie is a doctor. Okay, but she's a con- conservation veterinarian type doctor, animal biology type doctor, and she works with elephants. She's oh, from wow. Crofton, Nebraska. Really, she has uh, a preserve that right now I think she's in Africa as we speak. That she works over there with, uh, uh, they're trying to save some elephants, and so she. Go ahead, you want to tell her what she does? Um, yeah, she takes semen from the bull elephants. I guess she oh, doesn't take it necessarily. <laughs> she gets well, it. Pat, Pat. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I don't know how what to say. It. She, she extracts it. She collects somehow. Collects. There you go. And, collects. And this is all coming back. To right. Me now. <laughs> Had, <laughs> you remember Just us fired now? right back. Yeah, that's okay. right. You feel yeah. good now? Yeah. yeah. The ship's like, now I remember who you guys are. Okay. Well, I, of course I remember. It was dark, though. It was always dark it was in always our studio. It was dark in your yeah. studio. Well, yeah. now you, you do a morning show in Lincoln, radio morning show. So you uh, you get the working, getting up, not wanting to see yeah. the sun. It's dark, right? <laughs> I guess. Um. <laughs> where, okay, your morning show, where are you, where are you at right now? Um, at 93.7, the ticket. Thank you for, for the plug. I can plug. Yes. Yeah. 93.7, the ticket. I do a morning show every day with uh, Jake Sorensen. Nice. Um, it's a, just a sports talk. And Jake, I, if you don't know Jake, maybe you should have Jake on sometime. That'd be sure. awesome. We'd love to. Well, you'd love him. That'd be he's great. A, he's a magnificent, like, I mean, he's a, he's a magnificent human. And he's bouncing off the walls. At five thirty, how's that? Does that wake you up or does that piss you off? No, I like it. Yeah. I need it, obviously. The energy. I mean, I, have you ever seen me bouncing off a wall? No, <laughs> I'm never. Barely awake. Um, I'm usually yeah. leaning on one. <laughs> You'll catch me doing that, but that's about it. That's about it. But Jake, no, he's really good. Like, that's and he's how'd really you get, good. How'd you get hooked up with that? And how long have you been there? Uh, this is our. We're, I think we're we're in our third year, and I always told a ticket the only way I could do a show. If it was from six to eight, so I thought oh, I'll never do it. Um, <laughs> so of course, yeah, like, yeah, sure, no problem. Yeah, and then, then they said, uh, okay. I told my wife, all right, I'm going to ask for a big amount of money. They're, they're never going to, yeah, it. yeah, do it, do it. They'll never do <laughs> it. Of course, they did it. So now I'm screwed. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wife right. depends on paycheck. Right? Um, get I your so, butt up, and get to work. <laughs> but it's a, no, it's the best part of my day. 
it's from six to eight, and then everything just goes. To everything hell. falls. To yeah, eight oh one. You're like, uh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Then the bad part starts. <laughs> uh, now, okay, listen. A little background on you, because we've never had a chance to really sit and just talk, because we always had like four or five minutes is all we ever had to talk on our show, mm-hmm. and we don't have restrictions anymore. Yeah, it's so. amazing. So how long do you do these things? How long do they usually last? Some 15, hour, 20, maybe? 30, oh, 40. Average. It just depends okay. on where it goes. Yeah, kind of kind of see how Talk it happens. About elephant semen. Right? Yeah. That, that right was a longer that. one. That was that was one of <laughs> and it got <laughs> right. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's all it's all firing it's back yeah. at I remember yeah. now. I see, oh when God, I when he's I think a genius. You work with a genius. Yeah, I mean thank you. Thank you from to God's ears. Yeah. When you uh when when I think of sip, I think of Walgreens shirts because that's how we bonded initially. Was bond. our love of Walgreens? Clothing. Was it end cap but Walgreens and just and, or any and, of them? And, well, I mean, that's I know you were partial to end caps because that's where I got my Dr Pepper shirt. I should have worn it yes. today. Gosh dang it! I yeah, they, got, worn they had some cool pop shirts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although my 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 boobs are bigger than they were then, so oh. it doesn't fit quite as it looks. Yeah. It looks like an old fat guy trying to squeeze into a shirt he shouldn't. Uh, but I still love her. How old are you, Pat? Uh, Forty five. Mm. Yeah, but my metas- my metabolism just <laughs> slammed metabolism <laughs> slammed into the floor about six months ago. Yep, that's what. Ha- that's exactly what. It's happened. like all of a sudden, it's like what the heck? Uh, it's the old guy thing is. It's terrible. Trust oh my me. God, oh my I feel God. like with every burpee at Kosama, I'm, and I'm not even exaggerating, my left knee could explode at any time, <laughs> and that I, and I didn't injure it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. Welcome. Welcome like, to old age. Right? Wow. It's like, it when did sucks. this go out? Remember right. Kurt McKeever? Remember Kurt McKeever? You remember? Yeah, I don't. I, the name, I remember he the was name. a sports writer at, at the Journal Start. He told me a long time ago, simple 47. It was, seemed like a very random number. Yeah. But he said 47. We, we used to run a lot. We were run, He was a runner, and I would trail along <laughs> and, you know, work out like you. Um, and but he said forty seven is gonna it, it, just get ready and you know, all everything just start going at forty seven, <laughs> and I mean everything. Um, the uh, God, no, that's not true. Um, <laughs> not everything. Not everything. Wait a <laughs> but, minute. But just get ready. Have some get dignity ready. here. Yeah. Wait, no dignity. <laughs> we gave that up long right. time ago. Yes. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. So okay. So fifty three, by the way. And when we when we first got to talk to you. You were at Lincoln Journal Star. Still am. Still there. Yeah. And sports. So sports. That's where <laughs> sports writer. You hear his name. You're probably thinking, I've read this. I've, I've seen that name before. Mm-hmm. That's where it is in the mm-hmm. Lincoln Journal mm-hmm. Star sports writer. Lincoln Journal starts HuskerExtra.com. There you go. Very good. One years. There. Really? And Congratulations. Is it, and is that um, with Sean Callahan too? Is he with the same? No, one? no. He's with HuskerOnline. HuskerOnline. Okay. Yeah, I work with uh, several people. The most notable probably is Parker Gabriel, who's a relatively uh-huh. new um, he, he's in his. I think he's in his third year now. But he's really good. It's a name you should know. Um, he's the football beat writer. Um, I'm a. I'm the columnist, and it's so that's that's basically what I do. Radio show in the morning is a side gig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And then we never got like we said. We never really had the chance to start talking. You guys started talking when we first got in here. Mm-hmm. How did How did you trip over baseball real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, Pat, I've always been interested in Pat's baseball past because I was told he was a good baseball player. That's okay. Here, this is the deal. That's what we've heard too. You yeah, were, uh, I, I there's there's decent. a paper there's a there's a clipping out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. We can't find it, but we're, we've heard. Hey, there's a clipping out there somewhere. And what was it? It was the ratings. It was it was my it would have been my senior year at. Uh, I went to Waterloo, small okay. Waterloo Valley okay. com- combined for a yeah, baseball yeah. team. And I was 
uh, fourth in the state uh, batting average that year. And DB, Damon, was like 10th or, or something And he's trying like to that. find that clipping. Yeah. Need find <laughs> I need but I know. I, my dad and I flipped his garage over looking for it. It's, it's, I found other things Flip that had, like over. there was a, I found a, a something like a, I don't know, the back page of the sports section had our stats. And I, DB, I saw some DB one. And on that day, I beat Damon in something. But I, I, yeah, I forgot that. I you said that to, to him. So you were a first baseman? I was a first baseman. And that, that always was interesting to me because you're not that big. Right. Mm-hmm. You, I always think a first baseman is bigger guy. I, right. I, and I just... I to like, catch the wild throws, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And trust me, I could, you couldn't... You couldn't wild throws. Right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and you could, I, couldn't, I couldn't jump either. So you couldn't even slide a piece of toast underneath my feet when I jumped. So I just... It was... I was left-handed. So On that top was of it, I, so that was like <laughs> that they're like well you got to play first you're a lefty that's so then okay do. that's that so that's, that was that was why I got but over there you're yeah. in Waterloo yeah, I mean, how, in, how many how many people actually went out for baseball in a Waterloo? lot we actually had a really good team we had a uh, three guy three or four guys my my senior year went and played uh, two of them played D one. And another one uh, was like that? Division Two. Do see, don't that. diminish. The fact. Yeah, see, I was in Ashland dim- for Pete's sake. It was like oh. I get it because it's like, yeah. Hey, oh, hold on, let me take my band uniform off so I can go play softball, and then, <laughs> and then I'll be right over to hit volleyball, yeah. and then we've got swing choir, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> like you know, I get the yeah. the many hats. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay? And I didn't play many hats. I didn't have. I didn't have many had talents. One hat? I had one. I had a baseball hat and basketball, and I was garbage at basketball. <laughs> I fouled out in the first eleven so, minutes every game. So then you play. You you were involved with the Royals as a bat. Boy. I did. We went to the games all the time back Omaha in the 80s. Omaha Royals. Omaha yeah, Royals. Omaha Royals. And my dad, wow, my dad wow, just wow. said to me, he's like, listen, he goes, I think you, I, I said to him, like, I would love to be a bat boy. And so my dad made it happen, met the right people. Went to, my dad, when, my dad just does things like he wants, he wants a, this shouldn't a, happen. Right. He just does. He just, he <laughs> sees something that he wants. He just figures out a way to get it. You know, that's so if, good, he, trade. there are no proper he, channels. No, there's not. Every channel is oh, proper. Wow. Really? So yeah. So we he met. He introduced me to some guys in the front office, and we got. I got the job. I think I got pushed above the line, above all these other people that have been waiting. I don't know how. I got lucky, and I I landed. It's, it was just so lucky that I hit at the time that I did because there are so many extremely talented ball players that came through Omaha at the time. Who was that? That um, Rob Dibble was one of them. Who. <laughs> He was, and actually, he was instrument. Him and uh, Jeff Montgomery when they played sure. for Nashville, and really? they my first year in. Actually, my first homestand as a Bat Boy. Uh, the Nashville Sounds were in town, and I was the Bat Boy for the for them in their the visitor side. Oh, you. So it wasn't always you were the Bat, bat Boy for the Royals. We rotated, so we'd be we'd be like we go home. This is even home. cooler than I thought it was. Right? It, we, there was there's always four Bat Boys. There was a home dugout, home bullpen, visiting bullpen, visiting dugout, and you just rotate. And so we, yeah, so we get to meet all these guys. And I met the first day um, and was just kind of nervous, fat, <laughs> sweaty. And how, how old are you? Uh, 12 or 13. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. No, Great I, time I, want, I, need, I need an era again. So it's the late 80s? Yeah. 80, uh, 88. Eight? It, no, it would have been, I'm sorry, it would have been 80. 87, 88. 87, 86, 87, 88. He was trying to think of players yeah. back then. Um, was it there like, was Frank White, Buddy Bianca Lana, George Brett. Yeah, yeah. Um, started some folks. great ones. Amos yeah. Otis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Willie Wilson. Yep. See, and, I yep. remember that time. Yeah. It was awesome. It was a great time. And the, and those guys were so, I don't know why, I don't know why, but they were just so so nice to me. There were a couple of that weren't, but um, was on. It, was it the fat, sweaty part? No. Okay, okay, I'm kidding. Maybe. <laughs> hey, whatever gets me in the door. I was I was five two about a buck ninety. So I was like, for what he would verse say uh, what, something about uh, uh, it's like a half inch away from being a circle. Yeah, I don't know. That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's about right. This is super funny. Uh, 
So yeah, I got they, those guys. He's been on our podcast a couple times. He's, <laughs> oh as a God. matter of fact, every time he's on, we call it Verse Day. Yeah, that's a good day. It doesn't he's, matter what day of the week day it is. is a good day. It's Verse so funny. All right, yeah. so half inch away from so, me in a circle. Well, okay. and, and actually, now that I think about <laughs> it, what fun. what happened was Rob Dibble called me Porky. Yeah. Oh. And Jeff Montgomery heard him call me Porky and came up to me and and I didn't um, I, it didn't hurt my feelings you know but I, he you did call the, me Porky because I was in the dugout we were playing well we were playing Pepper he was playing Pepper with me okay. and he called me he's like go get the ball Porky you know just like, <laughs> like it was rude right? right so Jeff Montgomery heard that and said to me he's like listen we come back to town I think it was like in, in six seven weeks he goes if you've dropped ten pounds by then I'll give you twenty bucks and I did and I draw I did I exercised I worked out and he's like and then when he came back he's like. I, he didn't even weigh me. He's like, dude, you look great. Gave me twenty bucks, and um, yeah, and what we just struck up. A, we story. we struck up a friendship, and we every time he was in town, you know, we we play Pepper, we'd hang out, and there was another on the what, Royals. What's Pepper, team. by the way, Pepper is where you stand, probably 15, 20 feet away from somebody with a bat, and you just toss the ball, and they hit it back to you, and yeah. work on your mm-hmm. fielding. So I was getting the entire time I was getting building up my skills, my yes, baseball skills, were. without even realizing right. that I was, and then I had. Um, there's a, a player named Scotty Madison and um, oh uh, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Gordon, Tom Gordon, Tom, Tom Gordon. Gordon, Flash. That's okay, what they call yeah. him. Anyway, so then those guys on the Royals team every day, <laughs> I would come right after school. I'd go down to Rosenblatt and I'd get there, and as soon as I'd walk in the dugout, I would be the, always the go-to to go play soft toss back in the back um, behind the behind the fence. Wow. So wow. And they would always say, "Listen, you you've soft tossed me a bucket, and I'll soft toss you a bucket." So so I would do that every day with a, a player named Scotty Madison. Yeah. And so there was probably 150 balls in a bucket. So every day I got I had coaching one on one coaching yeah, with these guys. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got whoa, really whoa, whoa, whoa. I got whoa. <laughs> what what, what, what ringtone was that? Was that? It's Eric Clapton, the great okay. Eric. Clapton. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So yeah. So, I, so yeah. So, you were you were literally you didn't even realize what was happening. No, I didn't even realize what was happening. And then I started I started getting better in high school and, and in Legion and would go to Husker coach or camps down in Lincoln when John Sanders was the wow. coach. Wow. So he was a. Do you understand what's He's going legit. on here? It was legit. Yeah. I didn't even. But I didn't realize because I just loved the game so much. It was so much fun. But then yeah. I got um and worked my way through. You know. Went and went on field field trips, road trips with the Royals too, because I wormed my way into those. No other bat boy, no other bat boy had ever or probably since gone on a road trip with them. And so I'm like, oh, I want to go. So I'd go and I'd, I'd pay for my ticket the were first you, time. Were you kind of like the ticket. bar bitch? Kinda. Okay. I was. <laughs> you were like, oh was like, yeah. Hey, hey, Safford. Yeah. Hey, Safford, go get this. Hey, Safford, go get that. Hey, Safford. But I didn't care. I, I don't loved care. it. I I'm loved good. It. That's good. Um. So yeah, then Keep I went talking. to the. Then I started going to the baseball uh, camps down in Lincoln. Yeah, and yeah. loved it, and and then John Sanders, I was I wanted Whoa. to go play. This is a legitimate and, player, right? We're talking uh-huh. to. I'm not <laughs> right? joking, but but I, but I, he said, but I, everybody's like, well, you know, we your hitting's great, this and that, but you're not very tall. I'm like, what? Well, how was your you speed? That. Uh, Eat, okay. <laughs> some guys, some guys, you got to be good at hitting. Yeah, yeah. If I had, you can't do that. You what I was, be good. I was a good hitter, and I could, I could pick the ball at first so if somebody threw it short i had because i couldn't go up so i had to like master the ground so i could get it um i was good at i was great low fielder. center of gravity very low center of gravity <laughs> I, could, I could move from right to left really quick and i could i could pick it so that was my strength right yeah so john sanders said to me i wanted to be a husker so that's all i wanted to do and he's like listen we don't have a scholarship for you but you come down and walk on okay well you know we'll make it we'll make it happen so that some I, I didn't send tapes out anywhere, and at the time you had to put tapes together. I had all these packages ready to go out, all these universities, so I didn't send it out. Screw the scholarships because I, I, I wanted to go to I wanted to go to I wanted to be a Husker. So 
I'm like, that's fine. So right after I get into the summer, getting ready to go to the fall, he um, signed, gave his son, Craig Sanders, a scholarship, first baseman, 6'4". Yeah, Great I remember. Him. Oh, I remember. So I'm yeah. like, there's no Rivers. way that I'm a I'm coach's son. <laughs> I'm never going to play. So I'm like, you know what? Forget it. So I, then I got into radio. and, and Wow. Yeah. So you so, could have been a college baseball player. I mean, I wanted to really bad. Could have lived in Florida. That whole uh, really, Royals right? thing is ex- like, that's fascinating to Isn't me. Isn't that crazy? It, I, I didn't realize how lucky I have a no, you probably childhood didn't. I had. Yeah. I had no idea. Looking yeah. back on it now, I, I look through all my autographs and pictures that I have. You know, sitting in my, my favorite story of all time was George Brett. When I, was, when I was sitting Hall of Fame. Who's, who's the first that? Year, yeah. the, first year, <laughs> the first year when the Kansas City Royals came to town and would play Omaha, it was um, him and Saberhagen and Jackson and, and all those guys came in and George Brett played the first inning and then that was it, like one at bat and mm-hmm. then he sat him down. So I was, I was in their bullpen that day and I was down there by myself because they were all in the locker room hanging out. This was during the game and he just came down on like the third inning and sat and talked to me from the third to probably the seventh inning just him and i just bsing and i you know and and i knew who he was at the do you, I, I hope you tell this story to well, people well i oh i do as many as often as i can cuz it's <laughs> maybe they'll listen cuz <laughs> i asked him as he was leaving i'm like hey george can i have one of your bats he said you know what i absolutely but they they were going to detroit the next day and all of his stuff he was using somebody else's bat had already been sent he's like okay. i don't have one here but uh he goes, I'll send it. I'll send one to you. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know. So he goes, give Nick. Nick Schwartz was their trainer. He goes, give Nick your address and I'll send. I'll send it to you. So I gave Nick my address, not thinking anything. And a couple weeks later, George hit three thousand. Got his three thousandth hit. Oh, and, I, I uh, like where this is going. And about a week later, I had a box on my de- on my front door. I mean, it's incredible to me. I mean, what you said, just that little bit about. Oh, I went to after school. I'd go to Rosenblatt Stadium. I mean, that's amazing. It was See, awesome. And, and, I have little grandkids. Like if I wish to God they could have something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was lucky. Now kids, what do they do? They go yeah. right to the video game. Right to video game. Yeah. 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 I remember and sitting on the- they can be George Brett. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Literally. I remember sitting on the top. Remember how oh, oh, the old dugouts used to be in Rosenblatt where it was the wood steps and you'd have that yes. lift at the top? I, the con- I absolutely remember <laughs> that. I would sit on the top step and I had my books on the right- Leaning on the dirt and on that from top cement thing from school, and Mike McFarlane was one of the catchers, and he was a math whiz. And if I had problems with math, like Art Stafford, what problem you got? While he's he's taking BP, he's hitting, and I'm yelling out my problem. And while he's hitting, he's he's working out. He's like, all right, yeah, but you got to carry this. Yes. But what's the x the x value is what? And so I'm figuring it out while I'm, while he's having taking batting practice, mm-hmm. and like it's, it's incredible. Did, did you ever? These did you ever thank him? Extraordinary. You ever thank him for the ACT? <laughs> for my 17. <laughs> 17. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, don't say that I, out I, loud. I he works at 17. I have wrung every ounce of water out of that 17. <laughs> I, that thing is working hard. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter that that's how you ended up at oh, 17. Oh, because that was, that's okay, man. That's <laughs> something nobody else has. High school. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait. When you went, to, you go every day to Rosenblatt. Rosenblatt's on the other side of the earth from Waterloo. Yeah. So how'd you get there? Oh, water. My my grandpa and my dad took me every every day until I got to drive. Yeah, yeah okay. yeah, they took me because yeah. they they loved wow, going. See, they were at the games anyway. That's amazing. You had, you had good people in your life. I was very lucky. Yeah, yeah, I was very lucky that they were looking down the road to help to know that I you know having yeah. this foundation would help me. Yeah, and you they were out of trouble. Yeah, yeah. really probably to stay Seriously. out of trouble. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like the small town. I mean, mm-hmm. for a lot of kids, small towns, that can be a real problem. Yeah. That is a long haul, too, for you. Yeah. It was a half hour. One into the day. county to the other. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. One river to the other. Like Literally, crazy. yeah. Literally, yeah, it was. I'm glad you told me all that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. I, so we'll be sitting there, and I'll just think of something randomly that I haven't thought of for a very long time during that time. So, yeah. 
Road yeah. trips were fun too. It was just so weird, you know, being going to Louisville and seeing these other ball fields with my parents so you not there. Would go to the road trips. Yeah, too. I'd go on about. This wasn't I'd just on, home stuff. Well, it should have been, but I, I had such great relationships with the front office people, uh, like uh, Gorman and uh, oh gosh, Terry oh, Wendland yeah. and all those guys that they would allow me to go. You know, and they I I had to pay for my first airline ticket myself but then after that the team covered it and i just right? i just step, step on the floor i'd go from room to room i'd sleep on the floor with like one uh it was a guy that player named gary thurman and uh uh jeff uh, jeff schultz at the time i the first night i'd sleep on their floor did they draw straws and, for the roll away yeah I'm gonna, <laughs> look at i thought i thought that they were happy that i was there looking back on it they probably like oh god because there's, go. there's probably some some uh, fans some lady fans there was one of the areas i won't oh, say who i okay. won't say who but there was one time when i was staying in a hotel room where okay and there was a group of about how far are we going 10 <laughs> it's a podcast hold on <laughs> there was about a group of about 10 players that um my family developed a relationship with too and they would come out and eat spaghetti at my parent my grandparents house all the time <laughs> after the game they'd all pack up and go out and eat one time after a game at 10 10 or 10 30 game was over as a double header and one um scotty madison's like hey uh does your do you, grandma have any spaghetti laying around i'm like i don't know dude so he so he goes what's your number he called her he's like uh edie uh, what's the chance of making spaghetti for 10 guys? She goes, well, how, how long will it take you to get it? He goes, half hour. He goes, she'll have it done. So she made spaghetti for him at 1030 at night. <laughs> anyway, so it wasn't Scotty, but it was another one of that group of guys mm -hmm. that I was staying. I stayed on the floor uh -huh. in their room. And it was after the game was over, I went rode back on the team bus and then the guys would go out and party, right? And okay. I'd just hang out. Yeah. And it was about one or two in the morning and on the door and I went and opened the door and it was one of the guys in the room. It wasn't Scotty. It wasn't all these. Right. Yeah. And He's like, oh, uh, why don't you head down to Blot Mullen's room? I'm like, Here's five okay. bucks. Go play and it was, and the, was in the arcade. One of the guys down. standing there, a blonde on each arm. Oh, yeah. And he, <laughs> and, and he, uh, he was married back oh. here. And his, yeah, him and his wife had eaten at my grandparents' house. Oh, my yeah. God. Were you torn about that? Uh, did you, did you, did I didn't that, know really what was going on. That probably didn't ring your bell at the time. Mm -mm. But later, you probably looked back and went, like, whoa. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. At that, yeah, I didn't really think The girl squeezed her cheeks. Oh, look at it. I don't even remember. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't even remember. Hey, buddy. Probably. Damn. <laughs> yeah, there's all those crazy stories. That's crazy. You went on the road with them. Yeah, it was, that was fun. That was a lot that of fun. That wouldn't happen now either. Probably not. You didn't have a parent with you. Mm -mm. No, those guys just took me under their wing. Yeah. <laughs> buddy Biakalana was the guy. I don't remember him or not. Short stuff. Yeah. yeah he was a very, very nice guy. And he yeah. was, when we were on the road, he would kind of. You know, take me under his wing, and, and you understood yeah. just how good they were too. Yeah. See, that's why. Why do I get so wrapped up in this? Because I understand how. Like, we're talking about freak athletes. Yeah. I mean, guys that are playing at that level are not like guys we played with. Right. You know, there's nobody. It's different level. Right. Yeah. It's weird level. It's like they're in a weird, weird kind of category of the world. Thanks to Kugler Vision for supporting our podcast. They were the first. They yes. were the. They're great. Love Kugler Vision. Absolutely, world class leaders in their field, uh, without a doubt, people come from far and wide to have their eyes taken care of by their team. Dr. Lance Kugler, Dr. Mike Stunts, and the entire team is phenomenal. Uh, all you got to do is get online at kuglervision.com. That's where you make your appointment for your consultation. Have the consultation. They run you through the tests, and the tests, the tests are almost fun. I mean, seriously, because you're in like this spaceship environment, and you're just rolling through these different tests, and at the end, they can tell you exactly what's going on with your eyes, what you can expect, what they can do for you, and here are your options, and you can decide. And if you want, you may end up doing it the same day, as yeah. a matter of fact. 
So ditching the contacts, ditching the glasses. I know we've talked about the whole paying for glasses over the course of a lifetime. New prescriptions, same way of contacts, getting stuff in your eyes when yep. you have contacts and you have to find your glasses. Cooglervision.com. Fill out that consultation. You do it yourself. It's a scheduler right there. You pick the day, you pick the time. Tell them you heard it on the Pat and JT podcast. Do you remember Jim Eisenreich? Yeah. He had Tourette's. Yeah, Minnesota. And he had Tourette's, we yeah. Had Minnesota Twins. And he played here Outfielder, my yeah. second year, I think. Second year as Bat Boy. And he, I had no idea what Tourette's was. And I, and he had, he explained it to me. You know, he's like, we're sitting down there and he would, he would, you know, Tourette's is what it is. I know what it is. And he had ticks, you know, and he would were play. Were his ticks like, like cussing or was uh, it, it was more, more like a movement, a, movement, a movement and noise? And no- yes, it was different words. noises sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, it was movements and noise, but he would be, he'd be playing and he would have a tick, but the guy was so good. Yeah, he was. So unbelievably good. Yeah, you remember that guy. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. kidding. So, okay, so as far as sports, you're interested in sports. Were you a player when you were growing up? You, did you grow up here in Nebraska? Were you. Yeah. Let's, let's let's dig deep into the simple side of things. <laughs> it's not that interesting. Um, the uh, <laughs> Columbus. I grew up in Columbus, mm-hmm. and I probably like Pat. I mean, I played Legion ball. I don't know if that's why. I don't. It, it's a little weird for me because I wasn't a huge sports fan. Um, I mean, I never got into like the whole Nebraska football thing all that much. I, in fact, I always thought it was a little odd. You know, like mom and dad, you're canceling this party because they lost Oklahoma. Really? <laughs> are, are, are we that broken up thing, about this? Right. Can I have a bag of chips? Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't Anything's understand. Right. Yeah. I didn't fully. Yeah. I wasn't like maybe a weird little kid um, <laughs> like that. But it's helped. It's helped me. And I didn't get into the field of journalism to cover football or be even necessarily be a sports writer. Really? No. I, I mean, I. What was your what was your. Uh, I thought I would be a cop reporter. Really? Uh, yeah, like cut court, cops, cops and courts is what I kind of wanted to do. And I just kind of got my foot in the door in the sports department of the Journal Star when I was in, a sophomore in at UNL. One of the guys that I worked at the Daily Nebraska with said, hey, they have a part-time opening at the Journal Star. Um, you want to come over with me? We'll see, see if we can get a job in the sports department. I said, yeah, let's do it. And we did, and it worked out really well. Like, it just started really progressing. Like, it... Um, I mean, I, I, back then I didn't, I didn't have a, I mean, I knew I wanted to do it, but it all moved kind of fast. You know, I was, I was yeah. taking scores over the phone, you know, just, you know, doing the dirt, the gruntiest work ever. But then, you know, they'd say, Hey, we want you to go out and cover a high school game. Or then we want you to go cover this racquetball tournament that a Huskers in. And then pretty soon it was, here's a slip of paper. This is what you're going to be making full time. What is, I was like, what? Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> well, hi- this is <clears throat> really. Are you hiring me right now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, yeah, we want you to work here. So, so it just and then, but I, but when I started, I wrote. I, I was doing. I wasn't covering the Huskers. I'm. I was. It was like a twenty hours a week. I was working on that desk as a copy editor. Okay. And then the other twenty, I was writing a bowling column. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And um, this <laughs> little awesome. thing we called Sports Look, which was. It was called Sports Look, and it was just try to get kids into the paper. So if, you know, Johnny, you know, was really good at karate, I'd, his mom would bring him up, and we'd take a photo and have a little awesome. section. <laughs> so, awesome. so it was, um, that's why I started doing Yeah, and I was happy as a clam. I, I mean, if I, if I was doing that now, I'd be fine. Right. Um, but, it, you know, it just kind of kept moving in the direction of, 
you know, you know, I start covering Nebraska volleyball. Um, and then I start covering Nebraska men's basketball. And then they said, okay, you're going to, you're going to be our football beat writer. I was like, oh. Okay, did you play football in high school? No. Okay. (laughs) Look at me. Um, The um, no, it was Columbus. No, I didn't. Okay, there was room for everybody. (laughs) Come on, I get it. Yeah, I wasn't very big. I weighed about 120. Um, (laughs) The no, and I wasn't all. I mean, I could. I knew what I was doing. I mean, I I understood football, but it all worked out. I mean, it. So from '95. To 07, I was the football beat writer. That's when you started, started? Right at the right time. I mean, as far as <laughs> yeah, like the popularity yeah. of the team, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Ah. They won the national title that year. You know, you know, it, and then yeah, it was really good. Um, so when you're covering a team like that, that is so good on such a huge national stage at the time, mm-hmm. is there more pressure on you as a writer? Mm. Harder to find a story. It was. It was really. It's, it's like, a really been odd. It's been an odd. It's been odd that way. Now you guys are old enough to remember, and I am mm-hmm. too. Back then, there was the internet wasn't a fact, right? And it what what I remember was it was a lot more manageable because they were winning all the time. There wasn't a lot of strife. I mean, there obviously was Lawrence Phillips situations that would come up, mm-hmm. um, and there was always when you know you, when you have 150 people, 150 players, there's always some something going on. But the summers, there was no staff turnover. So the summers yeah. were incredibly quiet to the no internet to the point where my boss imagine? would, Oh yeah, I can imagine because I, I mean, lived it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, the, uh, I, mean it, I mean, just like think about the players that are now, mm-hmm. if, they, if they were in that environment, I mean, I don't think they could function in that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's, it's a learned behavior. I know because yeah. we've kind of like slow, we've seen the transition. Yeah. They've known nothing different. It's no different. So there wasn't a, Hour to hour hunger for news. It was, in fact, what I always remember is my boss at the time saying in the summer, just leave for five weeks. I don't want to see you around here. Just leave for five weeks. Because there wasn't usually much going on yeah. and there wasn't a website to feed. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? So now, now it's way different. I mean, even in June, you have to kind of come yeah. up with stuff. Yeah. There's no way my boss will ever say, leave for five weeks. <laughs> I don't want to see it unless he just wants me to be, Unless he wants you to leave. wants me to be fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, which is always fairly close. Right? <laughs> right. But, but I, um, so yeah, covering that during the very successful years was surprisingly less stressful than covering it during these years where they've really struggled. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot, there's been, well, think about it. Since yeah. I've been working, how many, yeah, they've gone through five head coaches. Four True, head yeah. Coaches. That's crazy. And those yeah. are the cra- Those are the craziest years. That's when you probably have stuff to write about, like endless things to write about. When 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 things are going bad, when there's coaching issues, oh, yeah. when there's all that kind of stuff. You like, so you, just, you did, he kind of like jumped in on the very tail end of, of the, the quiet. Yeah. yeah. And, and got the best of the best. Then the internet came. <laughs> and then they started losing. <laughs> and it was like, okay. Here um, we go. But it's kind of, it was fun. It was fun. Um, it, it's been pretty fun. I'd never characterize it as totally fun because I'm not, like writing is not, I would never say like, yeah, writing's fun. Um, but it's, it's, it's worked as a career. Right. Well, it's going to be, though, it's going to take some pressure off because a lot of writers, I think, uh, a lot of sports reporters in general, get accused of having the fan syndrome. 
Yeah, I don't have that. And so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, I'm not anti, no, but, no, but I've but never been emotionally attached. Which is great. Yeah, it helps a ton. It's got yeah. to. Oh, oh, I can't tell you how much it is. Is it hard to, I, I mean, yeah, I asked Matt Schick this and Nick this. Yeah. Um, when you're in like a press conference situation and you're you're being critical of whoever, the coach or whoever you're, is either the focus of the press conference or somebody you're interviewing, isn't that hard? Isn't that difficult to ask those questions that like, you know, everybody wants the answers to, yeah. but it's not, it's a, a very, it's going to be a very uncomfortable Maybe position for it's the other person to be in. Depends on the coach. Ask, right? Depends on the coach, um, of course. Um, they're all they've all been a little different that way. Obviously, Tom was really it was really daunting at the time. Yeah, because he was you know he was so revered. So revered yeah, and I and I was young. Um, I was young, and still probably a little scared. Mm-hmm. So that that was with Frank kind of the same um you know it was it, it became uh, a little easier than who was after that callahan. Yeah, callahan callahan i had a really good relationship with callahan until um i called for his job and that of his entire staff <laughs> that kind of uh, put a little uh, a yeah. little <laughs> little wedge in between yeah, 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 it got really it, it got really chilly um <laughs> the can't imagine why. Yeah, his wife one time, I was walking across the street <laughs> from, from you know, Embassy Suites is there on the corner <laughs> by the Journal Star, and I was walking downtown, and um, she pulled up at a light right there, and I was walking across, and she started to pull out, and she rolled out her window and oh, said, no. I really thought about running you over. <laughs> um, yeah. I would have just popped it neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could tell you, we could sit here all day and I could tell you Polini stories and he doesn't mind. I mean, he doesn't, he wouldn't mind. They were, it, it was, it was, that was hard. That was challenging for sure. Riley was easy to ask anything. You could ask him anything. Um, and it didn't matter. He was fine. Yeah. He didn't. Were any of them like the kind of, that they tried to nip it in the bud as far as they knew, they knew people were thinking something, let's just get this out here right now before yeah. you have a chance to Some ask. Some guys were pretty savvy that It's way. like, I mean, that's just, to me, that's the smartest thing in the world to do. Just get, yeah. Get it just on your own words. Let me just put do it, it out there. I'll just go ahead and say it and, and then it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there was that. <laughs> Did you ever not ask a question because you were kind of like, I don't know if well, I'm going to ask this one. I don't know if I mean I don't know if it's conscious like that. Like I don't know if you have that conversation yeah. exactly. Sometimes it might be this guy will probably ask it. So um, if I'll he doesn't, him. I will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. At this point, but my it's evolved. That whole thing has evolved. I mean, as you get older, um, and your mortgage is almost paid, <laughs> you, you start to care. Like I don't care. You know, I don't, like at this point in my career, I don't really care what anybody thinks. Right. A coach or anybody. I mean, I mean, it just now there was a time I cared. Yeah. Uh, so that was different. It was different, but you reach a level, and some of it's just. I think it's just personal maturity. You just understand it's all sports and. What the hell? Just yeah. I'm gonna ask him, and if he doesn't, do they like act it. differently now mm-hmm. that now that coaches are and ma- players like on the next level? But coaches that are making millions and millions of dollars yeah. versus 20 years ago when that money wasn't that big yeah. of a factor. Uh, I don't. I, that's a good question. I mean, you, thanks. Yeah, Sam. I mean, <laughs> you you do talk like among yourselves, I guess, a little bit as media members and saying, "Well, he's making a, a ton of money, so." He should have to answer these questions. I don't think of it that way. I mean, yeah. I, because I've been around g- th- those guys enough to know that the money part isn't all that yeah. important. I mean, I don't. I can. I know Scott well enough that it, that doesn't mm-hmm. matter. 
um, to him. Um, he has. I don't think he thinks of it that. I know Scott. It's well, not like well, I'm, I'm making X amount of money, so I need to answer every question. I, I don't think he jerk. thinks of it that way. Okay. No. Yeah. I, I know Scott doesn't think of it that way. Um, Pelini was just naturally combative. Pelini's just combative. What's your What's your best best memory or or the thing that pops in your head when somebody says? Pelini. Oh my God, we used to have ungodly fights. Um, <laughs> like, no now here's the thing. Here's the thing about that you have to understand. Okay, he came here, you guys remember, in 03 mm-hmm. um, as That's a defensive incredible. coordinator, mm-hmm. as a defensive coordinator, yeah. and then he left. Now, when he came in 03, we had, a, we had a really good relationship, and it continued after 03, so we would stay in touch. Um, went down to Oklahoma to see him. Okay, um, and we we had a you know we we were friends, and then though it got see then it wound remember it wound to two thousand seven, Bill Callahan got fired, and here's Bo's name popping up as the perhaps the next head coach, and I was a, I was a, I was terrified because I knew him well, we talked all the time, and then he gets the job, and I'm like oh, now now you know I I would always say to him Bo this is gonna be sort of awkward because yeah. I'm gonna I'm a columnist. And I have to criticize you. I mean, there's going to be times when there's just things that I don't agree with. or Oh, man, that'd be tough. Oh, it got really – you wouldn't believe be how tough. tough it got. And because because he knew me really well and we talked on the phone all the time, it I could we could talk all day about the stuff that happened. It, it got crazy. Yeah. And it, I'll never – I would never want to – it was the worst period of my career. Um, That'd be tough. You couldn't enjoy it. I mean, no. you, you couldn't enjoy what you were doing, even no. if, if he was anybody else. No, and I, the, the stories are wild. I mean, yeah. it was when we think back on it, there was I'm combative too. And the guy, <laughs> like Carl, would always say, Simple, he likes you because you come back at him, and hardly anybody in this world does. And mm-hmm. I, uh, and I would. I yeah. mean, I, I just, there was a, there's a lot, there's a lot of moments that, what kind of spun out of control some of them in a lighthearted way and some of them not a lighthearted way at all <laughs> i mean there was one time where it was cody remember cody green and and yes. uh, taylor martinez were battling for the starting quarterback job and i had written a column you know it was early in a week i can remember this like it was yesterday because it had to give me an office they they gave me an office because our conversations were so wicked and vulgar that they said we got to get him out of the newsroom. It's an HR um, night. Yeah. So he called me. I wrote. I wrote that I think Taylor has an edge. A source told me mm-hmm. Taylor has an edge. And Bo called and said, I, I, "Who's your source?" <laughs> and I said, "Bo, I'm not going to tell. I, I, there's no way in the world I'm nope. telling you this. So you can yell and scream and do your thing." And he yelled and screamed and did his thing. And he and um, it was it got ugly naturally. You know, it, was, it can. Yep. You know. Um, and I said, um, all right, make sure everybody's out of your office because I'm coming over. <laughs> um, and, and he said, okay, big boy. Um, I can hear him <laughs> yeah, say that. Okay, oh big God. boy. Okay, big boy. Big come boy. on over. And I was going. I was, pe- I was, so, I was, I was in a rage. I was enraged um, <laughs> at how he was talking to me. And I thank God I, had a, I have a son-in-law who's a truck driver, and he called me from Shoemakers right after I hung up with Bo and said, hey, I'm at Shoemakers. I parked my rig. I need a ride. I need a ride home. I said, "All right, I'll, I'll come and get you. Then I'll go. Then I'll go deal with that." <laughs> um, but I cooled off. Right. Right. Thank God. And Bo, what what I should say too is, Bo would always be the one to apologize. He, wow. Like, Bo, there's a lot of negative 
things said about Bo, but I you won't catch me because he's he's he is what he is, but he was always the first to apologize. Hmm. Um, that's, that's cool. That says a lot. Yeah, and there were times when he was remarkably like he he just had it. You know, he's just get angry. There was one time I had my cell phone in my office at home, and it was the same type of conversation, although I tweeted something about the quarterback race. And the Co- Cody Green's family got upset, and that upset, that ruined both Saturday. It was a Saturday. Oh my God. And I had my phone on my desk at home. I'd gone for a run, and he called, and I had it on speakerphone. And, uh, and um, he started in. Um, uh, and I said, hey, at one point I said, hey, I don't even know why you're upset, to be honest. Um, and he goes, that's because you're up. Bleepity bleep. Yeah, bleepity bleep moron. <laughs> and he was yelling at he was yelling, and my grandson was standing behind me and he started crying. And oh. Bo said, What's that? I said, Okay, now see, here's what's happened. You, <laughs> you you brought this into my house now. And we so we have a lot of we're, we're gonna have some big problems now. <laughs> um you got my grandson upset and, and so on and so on. And all through the night he sent me texts of apologizing with exclamation points. I thought it was his wife. Right. I thought it must have been his wife because of the explanation point. Um, The, like, do you, how do I say, did you, do you use exclamation points like that? He didn't use emojis. No. we didn't have emojis. I do. I use exclamation points all the time. Does that mean I'm a girl? (laughs) All the time. That was really a sexist comment. But the, uh, the, uh, I am a misogynist. I'm good good with both of you. It's not a problem. um, (laughs) But all through the night, and he demanded I take Alex to his house, and and he apologized to Alex. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's just the way. He's that way. Isn't that something, my gosh? Well, we both both have anger. So, okay, so when a guy like Bo Pelini loses a job in Nebraska, does that affect him? Obviously, it wasn't as successful him at Nebraska, so it, it affects him a little bit. It's sad, I'm, assu- I'm assuming. But on the outside, when you think, man, it's a great job, making a lot of money, he loses, he's got to be devastated. Are guys on that level devastated when they lose a job or they know it's coming? He, he was, um, his whole thing was they have so many people working under him. Um, okay. And those people See, are affected. You don't think about that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times when that happens, and then you also don't realize that even. And I always, Bo Pelini, I mean, say what you will, I, there's still, to me, I just find him, there's just something about him. I mean, I... Oh, he's I, really, he's, he's incredible. I think he's incredibly intelligent. You know, it didn't... Um, I, he, he's and bizarre. He was, he was highly, he was successful. Yeah. The only reason he's gone is because people just didn't like him. Well, he's really... But... He, he didn't Right, play, am I right? He I didn't mean, do it like most coaches, like... He didn't play the game. He didn't and he wasn't right. willing to play the game. The game meaning, like, there's guys I know that have coached various sports in Nebraska that they literally will play the game because it might get them an extra year. Bo was like, hey, I don't care. I'm either going to win or lose. I'm either going to make yeah. it or I'm going to get fired. Because he had a winning record. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yet he still. Now, it yeah. was it yeah. was the people under him that he was worried right. about. Um, he and they probably don't give him credit for having that kind of concern. Yeah, he was very odd. He was he was odd. He was he was strangely um, honest. That's correct. Are you still in touch with him today? Not as much. Um, (laughs) He sent he sent me an amigos. uh, He sent me an He took a a a screenshot of an amigos calendar and said, "How's your second job?" Or not calendar? (laughs) uh, The 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 drive through thing. Said it here. I just wanted to know if you've memorized this for your second job. Oh. Stuff like that. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, mean, real mean. Right, right. But but I but I um, but listen, I hammer him back. 
harder. Like I sometimes feel guilty about <laughs> like, yeah. That's awesome. Man, yeah. I want you to stay for like another hour. Um, hour? <laughs> will you come back sometime? We, uh, will you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. This would be great. Yeah, off season would be good. Okay. okay. This is okay. like today's not good. Not <laughs> no, no, good this is a bye. a bye week. So like, yeah, like no, this will never happen again. But you know, off season, sure. <laughs> no, this is a bye week. Right, right. Uh, okay. So we kind of caught. He's got a minute to breathe. Okay, so, so we got it. Yeah, so this is a bye week. So lucky for us. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad you got to you got to come. Yeah, we'll out. do it again sometime. I would love to have you come back. I mean, maybe after the season. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll try and In pull that winter. together. And and yeah. Now that I know where you are. Right. Right. I know we're kind of tucked away in kind yeah. of a, it's like there's this, it's like this wildlife preserve back here. A lot of geese. There's some Lots baby, of there's geese a fox. and fox. And, I mean, oh, all, you kinds, see fox? Yeah. all the time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I got hit by a deer the other day. Oh no. Where? Yeah, my car. It's you on Boozer. You hit a deer. You didn't get hit it ran by right a deer. in front of me. That doesn't mean you got Wait a second. hit by where, the deer. Where, where, where on Boozer. Where was it? Bob Boozer. Really? Yeah. A deer's out there? Yeah. It was raining and it, and it just like popped out right in front of me and I was going like 30. 35 maybe. I mean, I was going slow. How much damage? Almost $4,000. Oh, that is insane. I'm sorry. There was, there was a JT. crack this big. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm just, just, so you know, it's about four or five inches. And that's four. That was, so about $1,000 an inch. But behind it, the stuff that was cracked and broken the, behind the, the headlight and behind the stuff you couldn't see once they took it apart and they sent me the pictures. I'm like, huh. Could you drive it after that? Absolutely. Really? Couldn't even tell anything was wrong. I probably pissed the deer got up and ran away. And she did. She got she bumped. She did? And she, she laid down. She kind of shook around and she stood up and what WTF. The hell? And there was no other traffic coming the other way and she just hopped off into the brush on the other side. Wow. See you later. You ever hit a deer? Nope. That's the first time I ever have. Is that right? Yeah. And you live in Ashland. Yeah. I've been driving gravel roads my entire life and I Bob Boozer. Yeah, so no <laughs> not around Ashland you never hit no, it. Never did. Oh, that's interesting. No, isn't that crazy? I got hit by another car, but I've never. Yeah, that no. was because it was like in, in August. Country roads heading up to Wahoo, and I was on gravel. Do you roads. still live in Ashland? No, nope, my parents do though. Okay. And heading to Wahoo, and and that's when the corn was high, and they didn't have their headlights on. I didn't see them coming, and right as I got to the intersection, they wow. they hit me. Wow, that's scary. Yeah, and I had that. my headlights on, but but that that taught me a lot about intersections in the country. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And the corn's high. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you can't see the dust because it's in the in the dust, yeah. and you can't see the dust. That's corn. interesting yeah. about yeah. the deer. I, yeah. I always wonder what that'd be like. Yeah, it was, and it. I wasn't going that fast, so it wasn't. It was just startling. It was like whoa, and I, there was nowhere to pull over because there's no shoulder. Yeah. See, so it, so. I ride a motorcycle, so the oh my god. So everybody says you gotta watch the deer. Ooh. That would be and if there's on one, a always if you have if there's a doe in particular, uh -huh. it's either a buck's chasing her or her babies might be following Ooh. her. Yeah, they're hardly ever one. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Sophie and I almost hit one on Center Street out way out there, and it yeah. was one had run up in the street. We slammed on our brakes, missed it by four or five feet. But sure enough, in the ditch, in the there ditch. was probably ten more just waiting to cross. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if the yeah. first one like you see the story, I don't like this right? part of the podcast. Yeah. This <laughs> part of the podcast is bothering. Always end on a high note. Yeah. Sip. So if, if you see, oh, I missed that one. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> Suckers, pow. <laughs> On that note, Seb, yeah. helmet, you didn't ride your motorcycle today, did no, you? No, I okay. thought about it. <laughs> what kind of motorcycle do you have? Harley. Uh, nice. Super Dynaglide. And, and the, uh, super Dynaglide. That sounds... I don't know anything about motorcycles nope. at all, except they're scary, but that sounds like a pretty <laughs> awesome one. They're not scary. My brother bought a crotch rocket a long time ago. Did he? Yeah. Did he? He, he bought... Did he? he? bought it, and we rode it one time for three quarters of a mile, both of us sobbing, and he sold it the next time. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Really? I was hold, I was holding on him on his back, <laughs> screaming through my helmet. His, his little brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you couldn't hear me. I hear people he say that. Crying. Yeah, I've he- I have people will say that sometimes. Like I've tried it and I just won't do it. Terrible. Like I've never. I used to ride it barefoot when I was a kid. Oh like, my God. like I was like uh, no helmet, barefoot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So everybody's a little different. Yeah, yeah. we are yeah. a little different. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice way. Oh it's a nice way Steve Simple, thank you so much for You're coming awesome. in with us. We Gosh, appreciate thank it, man. You. I'm honored. Where can I they really find am. you? Where can they thank find you, you? on uh, social media? Yeah, just under your regular name, or just uh, oh, where do I? Where do you find me? Um, <laughs> hu- at Husker Extra Sip, I think is what it is on okay. Twitter. Okay. On Twitter, at that's Hus- where you are most of the time. Yeah, at Husker Extra Sip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Sip. All right. Thanks, Pat and JT podcast, a Parkville Media Production.